Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's how it works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and then they keep it going. They they pass it down the line. That's how it goes. Make it your Instagram stories. I'm posting videos from every podcast. And listen, the videos, you're, uh, they're costing me some shekels. So tag a friend in the comments. Put a at and just put the letter T. And whoever comes up, make them, you know, tag them on this video. And, and, and that's a, that is, I'm putting out the cheese. You got to bring me some mice. That's how it all works. Also, if you're looking for extra content, because you know you want it. I'm doing extra podcasts, three extra podcasts a week that are different than the J-Train podcast. We do J-Train Monday. We do Luxury Lounge on Wednesday. That is me complaining about luxury issues. Then we do J-Train on Thursday. Then we do one more email on Friday. That is me doing a longer email I would never do on the show. And then Sunday, Coffee with J-Train. That's me just I, it's been called my sad diary. I just I just complain about the week I just had. And that's my faith. I like doing that one because it's a real it's therapy for me. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Uh, I got dates. I'm coming to Raleigh, Oklahoma City. I'm coming to Providence I, or I might have just been there. I'm, I'm taping ahead. Um, so uh, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. I'll be in Dallas. So come on out. Socially distanced shows half capacity they're all doing their own thing some are outside some are inside very excited about today's guest new to the podcast but not new to me she's fantastic so funny i'm i'm a fan and i love seeing her around in new york city the hilarious dulce sloan thank you for coming on everybody how are you it's great to see you you too i uh just got my hair braided by me and Amani, local comic. It looks uh, great. Thank you. She's doing everybody's hair. Um, and then, you know, just shooting stuff for the show at my house and, you know, self-tapes and podcasts and press and all kinds of stuff. So All that stuff. And, and listen, if, if, if you don't know Dulce already, you have to know. She's a correspondent for The Daily Show. She has a movie coming out in November called Chick Fight. She has a cartoon coming out next year called Great North. And she is the, 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 the God's voice of the E! Show, um, 10 Things You Didn't Know About Celebrities. And... You're doing so. This is great. You're you're working. This is unbelievable. Yeah, I uh, I got a sound set up in my bedroom to record sound stuff, and uh, so I got to call into that. And then um, for the show, I got green screens in here. Uh, they sent us um, like the new fancy iPhones to so record our stuff, like pieces and stuff, record on iPhones. Yeah. And the producer calls in on Zoom, so I've got like different boxes set up to get like the different heights required different angle. yeah we've all i i I, it's funny i had to self-tape something yesterday and it's like i'm putting a bowl on top of a book on top of a bowl to get the you know with my own like i have this thing you know Mm -hmm. to like you know my own tripod that never seems to stay up and it's like 
and all of that stuff just becomes so like exhausting. You're like, I, I, it's a lot. Yeah, I got a, a box of grits and trying to get into the union after all of this is over because uh, <laughs> she's been working hard at this that- point. So yeah, I got a couple boxes I'm trying to get uh, into the union, and um, I got this new fancy ring light that the show sent me because mine was like I was like I was like, listen, I got a ring light. She yeah. Had stuff. She was just like for stuff at my crafting desk, but this is like Zion. It's got the so- different. And his remote and all that stuff. <laughs> Those ring lights, the difference they make is Dude. is crazy. It's like this one, it's it's got a stand on it. Like it's a huge stand. It can go, I think, higher than my ceiling. Like the <laughs> the I can put there's actually like a um I can actually mount my cell phone like in the middle of the light. Oh, oh, that's the real deal. That's like now you're an influencer because you see these influence the influencers have them and it's like it is because I saw my what I looked like with a ring light and I was mm-hmm. like I would fuck me like I was like wow <laughs> <laughs> they're amazing lights and I'm just like because when I was looking on the one on Amazon for me to send to one of the girls at the show to get me the light I was just like my friend was like get the one the influencers get so I was looking yeah. on. Amazon, actually, uh, Brett Man Rock, who I love to follow on Instagram, he has like the whole setup in like his new house. And I was like, all right, what lights does he have? And I went on Instagram, this is the one the influencers use. So then I got it. And I was like, oh, this bitch is, this is real. This is not a game. This is like cute little (laughs) ring light. Like it was probably like only like three inches round. And it was like, it was giving like just a few little moments. Mm-hmm. This bitch gives you multiple color temperatures. There's a remote. There's different channels. It, it's one of those things that you realize when you, what you just said is correct. It's not a game. These no. people on Instagram, the ones that are like popping off, the people on TikTok that you're like, that you can't look away from, male, female. Like I saw that there are these young men and I watched them dance. And I'm like, these are like gorgeous men. Like I was like, looking, I was like, and, and, but they are not, and they look like they're smiling and dancing and it's all casual. None of it's casual. None, None. of it, <laughs> you know, this is a money making operation. Once choreography is involved, it's not casual. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. The minute you go one and two and three. Yeah. 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 You've left casual town into, I am here to make some money town. I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> and I honestly don't understand truly how influencers work. Cause I don't know what they're influencing. Really? No, I, I, I think it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, why are there Coca-Cola commercials? And you you start you go well. It's not for you to order a Coca Cola. It's for you to like like off the TV. It's for you when you go to the restaurant. They go, do you want Coke or Pepsi? And you go, well, Coca Cola. I've heard a thousand times, so I just want yes. that. You know, it, it's all about that. I think a lot of times. Where it's just like you remember just like the song. That's why I like like I remember that commercial. Like I'm 37 years old, mm-hmm. and there was a commercial for this. Uh, cereal called like honey like i know there's a frog on the box and honey smacks yeah and it's just him just going can't get enough of that sugar smack and you're like yes or snap crackle and pop like i yeah. remember there's a I'm reason like, for it there's a reason for it because like jingles are catchy like Abs- you were Ab- because jello had a great song 
<laughs> That's true. And I mean, now you're seeing with TikTok because they're 15 seconds and there's songs that I like. Now I know the song. If I heard it on the radio, I go, oh, that's the TikTok song. Right. You know? I mean, they're good at what they do. I just can never feel like if it's a Coke commercial, I know they're selling Coca-Cola. If it's, yeah. you know, they're great. Like I un- like I know what <laughs> I'm buying. Like that Frosted Slice, it's Tony the Tiger. I don't know what these inf- uh, like Brett Man Rock does like makeup, and now his, his page got so popular because he's just a goofball. Mm-hmm. Um, that now he has like his own makeup line at Sephora, and he does like that made like he does makeup, and then he became a makeup influencer. So it's like he got to the point where like he's getting his own makeup line. Well, you can order the Travis Scott at McDonald's now the fuck is the travis scott it's like a it's a whopper with bacon on it and you get a sprite with it it's like black people love sprite they do that's why black like if you ever notice a sprite commercial never had white people in it that's fair i i am now thinking of that well all yeah also they had a big uh campaign with lebron james right and they were always at like a basketball game or something like that yeah Right, we just, I don't know. I mean, I'll, that's really, really the only soda I drank from a restaurant. So probably I was an adult. Like, we just, I don't know what, I don't know what they doing. I don't know what <laughs> happened. But we all drank Sprite growing up. Like, you know, I mean, it's, but I grew up in Atlanta. So when, like, for the same, like, people like pop and soda other places. But in Atlanta, a Coke just became synonymous for a carbonated beverage. So if, like, if you, if you hear someone at your house and you just go, Hey, you want a Coke? You're like, sure. Like, okay, what do you have? Yeah. I, I knew that about Atlanta. People. I, my girlfriend's from Atlanta and she, uh, like even if I, a Coke is just a soda mm-hmm. and it's, um, also getting a Pepsi is like crazy to her. Yeah. It doesn't taste good. Like it, it does. <laughs> that's right. They're doing they're, happening. And then I saw something on Twitter the other day and it was like, there's something about the Sprite at McDonald's. Like, it's just kind of, it's like, somebody was like, it's spicy. And I was just like, yes. You, yes. You're right. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, it is funny that you don't realize these things until someone else says it to you. So, like, black people like Sprite. And yeah. then I, as a Jew, I would always have in the house um, Crystal Light. Did you have Crystal Light? And then I heard other Jews would be like, that's a Jewish thing. Like, I had no idea. My mother had it a few times, but I realized that whenever I would drink Crystal Light, I think I, I have an issue with aspartame. Okay. So whenever I drink anything with, like, that's why, like, some of the, like, the, like, that sugar-free gum or any of that other shit, I can't. Sure. Because it's like, anytime I eat it, it's like, oh, my throat feels weird. Um, oh, so you I, might be allergic. That, that, that's right. a, like an allergy, yeah. Right. So anything with, like, aspartame in it or, like, that xylitol nonsense, like, I'll get a headache. I would get, uh, so I was like, oh, this is like, my body's like, bitch, just have the sugar and let me live. <laughs> so I can't fuck with that. But yeah, there's just certain things that you just get. Like, this is, I under, but like all these bitches selling this flat tummy tea. And then mm. you just realize that it's just basically a laxative tea. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, why am I, ch- I, uh, and then you start thinking of it. You're like, all these, you know, former Bachelor contestants, like, oh, so you guys are just shitting all day long? Like, is that... Right, and it's just, like, a lot of them, you know, like, 
laxative tea or like diuretic tea. Mainly it's like a mm. diuretic. So it's like, I don't think I'm gonna get a flat tummy by peeing all day long. I do that anyway. <laughs> tummy has not gotten any flatter and I drink I, water all day. I drink four of these a day. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I have this like old woman, you know, like I walk at the park jug and this is like and i get through two of them and i'm in the bathroom all day yeah like i had like i've been drinking water all day and to the point where it's like now i'm like waking up at night to mm -hmm. pee and my mother's like okay you gotta start cutting off at a certain point <laughs> like after like maybe 10 p.m or 11 p.m you can't have any more water because it's just like one night it was like every two hours i was getting up to pee and i was like i'm not getting any rest because i'm pissing all yeah. day all right all right friend me and my bladder are gonna have to have a fucking discussion or i'm gonna need a catheter situation because i'm going to sleep yeah well i've had that happen and you get mad you're like i've yeah. woken up from having to pee and it'll be like no and i and then i'll sit in the bed i'll be like no if you don't do it now you're gonna wake up you're not gonna like sleep you're not gonna sleep with a full yeah i've i've been in that situation myself especially because like these jugs i like chug them like almost like for sport like I just want, I'm like I just want to get the four in, yeah. And then by the the nighttime, it's like it's ruined everything. But I listen. I'm very excited to have you on. I I, I want everyone to go follow Dulce. She's so funny. I love watching you on stage at Dulce Sloan. Go go go! It's all over my Instagram. I'm popping her off today. Uh, you're gonna see the video, all that stuff. Go right now. Watch the Daily Show. Go follow Dulce so she can get some sponsorship, and we don't have to, you know, look at the, all these other people getting all the money. Um, are you ready to do some emails? Yeah, I'm ready to mislead people. Let's go. Let's let's do it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. How to approach a guy on IG when you don't know if he's single? J Train. Uh, oh, oh God. Do you have opinions already? Just from the title. Go, no, ask the question because it's just like I'm always so impressed by people who do that. J Train sending all the feathers from Australia right to your nuts. Wow. I matched with an absolute 10 of a guy on Bumble when visiting Sydney for the weekend. We had plans to meet up for drinks, but I got too lit at Bottomless Brunch and flew out the next day. He hit me up after I got back uh, to Melbourne and asked when I planned to move. After a few weeks, Convo fizzled and he deleted his Bumble, but we're following each other on his Insta. Three months later, I'm moving to Sydney and want to hit him up, but have seen a girl who looks to either be a friend or his girlfriend in stories. How do I stealthily suss out if he's in a relationship? Any advice on how to approach him and get a date? What do you think, Dulce? First thing you got to do is you got to go to his tag photos. Okay. You go to his tag photos and see if that girl that might be the friend of the girlfriend mm -hmm. has tagged him in any photos. Mm-hmm. Then, if he's tagged in any of her, so his his tag, so you go to his tag photos. If you see the girl, then you go to his page. Now, most of these bitches have private pages. Mm -hmm. So, if the page goes private, the trail goes cold. Then you just gotta hit him up and be like, "Hey, I'm mo actually moving to Sydney. If you, um, I know we missed out seeing each other last time. It'd be cool to hang out." And then he will let you know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, I think she. I think when when you approach someone over Instagram, you have to, and in the DMs, you have to ask for the thing you want because if they go less than that, then they're telling you something right away. So right. for her, hey, 
Just, uh, I'm moving to Sydney. Uh, I know we never got to go out last time. I'd love to do a date when I'm in town. Here's my number. Now, when you say that, I'd love to do a date. Guys who are seeing other people don't like dates. They like meetups. Right. So this guy is going to get in touch with you for a date or a meetup. The date means that he's taking it a little more seriously. The Mm. meetup means he's seeing other people. Yes. That's the end of the story because guys are very we- – uh, not weird, but, like, guys are liars. So, like, <laughs> so he's going to – I agree with you. At some point, he's going to go, I'm seeing someone else if they're very serious. But if they're, like – if they have no label yet, he's going to ride that out as long as he can to have you as an option. So, yeah. you know, guy who's, like, riding that out is going to go, hey, why don't we just, like, meet up? And it's like, yeah, because he doesn't want to be seen sitting at a dinner spot by her friend. And it's like, oh, what are you doing there? At a bar, he's got some ambiguity. Oh, we were just, oh, I was just talking to some girl at the bar when I was out. Yep. So I think, but also, like, have you approached, do you approach people over IG? Do you, uh, how do you? I've only done it once, and this man was beautiful. He's like this male, like this plus, apparently there's plus size male models. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, and he was beautiful. <laughs> they were just men. <laughs> we're just men. I didn't know. Men. I did. I did not know there was a push for plus size male models. What I'm saying. I didn't I've know seen them. I've seen them, and it's always a little like, it's interesting. <laughs> like you're like. I didn't know the term plus size was applied to men. I thought men just got to be men. Yeah, it, it's the unfairness of the world, but it's. It, I guess for that for that guy, go get your money. Like call it whatever you want you get to be a model right because i think for a long time it was like it was i mean there weren't any plus size male models Mm. there weren't any bigger men but it's like if you look if you were anybody who watched tv at any point in time in history like if you look at the show like king of queens you see him and then his wife like you really think leah remedy would be married to this dude it's it's it, and then it, and then it goes eight seasons and we're like I guess this is reality. They love you each know, other. Yeah. Even if you look at like even if you look at like the fucking Flintstones, you're just like you really sure. think we'll fucking with him? <laughs> you really? Think- I I never thought of the Flintstones as the original King of Queens. You're right. Right. So I'm just like it's we've always been presented with schlubby man, gorgeous wife. We've sure. always seen this. And so I did not know that that was a thing. So like, I'm just, I saw, I think I was like on Tess Holiday's page. Cause I'm always on Tess Holiday's page. It's very sweet. Um, so I'm always on her page. And then I guess she had posted this dude. And I was like, this man's fucking gorgeous. And yeah. I never had seen it. And I just was like, and it was like him on like a boat or something. And I can't even remember what I said, but I was like, sir, I will. I don't know if I, I didn't say anything like illicit. But I was like, I'll love you for the rest of my life or some shit like that. Like I basically yeah. hit on the and then we went back. Like I said something cute and then he said something cute. And then we went like back and forth a little bit. And then I kind of like pushed the subject. And then he's like, I'm actually seeing somebody. And I was like, cool, unfollow. Because there's no point in me following you if you got a female. Because I did my research. Yeah. I went to the tag photos. I was looking at chicks who were tagged with him. He didn't have pictures with any of these girls. Mm-hmm. And he was never in a picture with a woman that looked like, or a man. He wasn't in a picture with anyone who looked like a significant other. Yeah. 
I think that, but that story is so interesting and and it's, um, it's a lesson to anyone listening. He went with you. He went with the flirting. He went as far as he could go Mm -hmm. to not say, oh, just so you know, I'm seeing someone, you know, like, and so I think a lot of guys will let women go, will let it go to the edge of, of the pool before Mm -hmm. you jump in. And IG, when you DM a guy, the thing that I, uh, the reason I'm saying like, hey, give what you want, say what you want, because guys will live in this vague zone of, oh, we're just chit chatting a lot of times, or they'll use the DM, they'll use the DM against you where it's like, oh, you DM. So I guess this is casual land. No, no, no. You can say, hey, I want to date. It's, it was nice to meet you because he kind of did that with her in the beginning when they met on Bumble, then they f- exchange Instagram, and now you're in this casual land. You get too drunk, and you guys go, oh, I guess we missed the boat. Now you're coming back, and he says, let me know when you're back. Now, but you have to let him know when you're back with what you want. Yeah, I don't have – like I'm not in the business. Like I've met guys who are just like, yeah, we can just be friends. Listen, dude, I'm a female comic. I got yeah. 50,000 male friends. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> need any more. Fu- I, I mean, I literally have a bit about it. I don't need any more dicks I can't use in my life. <laughs> so either you are about it or you're not. I don't pay. I don't have the fucking. I've never been the one for this. And then unfollow and things. let's no. leave. And when you unfollow, you leave imagination land. You did the right thing because it's like, OK, I thought you were hot. You said goodbye. Goodbye forever. I'll move on to the next hot dude. Right. And you're like, oh, I'm a big fan. Fuck that. I don't care. Can I see your dick? No. Have a nice night. J Train. <laughs> I love it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Dulce Sloan. Go yes. follow immediately at Dulce Sloan, the daily show. She's fantastic. Chick Fight. That's the movie. A movie. How cool was that? I, uh, yeah, I'm like one of the leads in the movie. We filmed it in Puerto Rico in January. Come on, in Puerto Rico? Yes, it was gorgeous. Were you pinching yourself every day? Listen, uh, while I was there, like. How did I not know this? I, I, this is crazy. Well, I think a lot of people, it was like, I was like gone for a month and the show is great because it let me, you know, and it was like my first lead in a movie. Mm -hmm. And there was only one day where like it had snowed in New York. And so I just put up a, uh, on Instagram, I put up what the weather was in San Juan and me smiling. And then the caption <laughs> said, I heard it snowed in New York. And it was like Port <laughs> San Juan, 90 degrees and me being like, ah, that is, <laughs> did you always want to be an actress or did this just kind of come up? Actress. You've always an been an actress. I was an actor before I became a comic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's great. Started- I- Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's great. I had and you went to acting school and all that stuff or that's awesome. I've been acting and singing since I was like 10 Mm -hmm. and and um, I did it all through school and then I got a theater degree Mm -hmm. and I started doing stand up in like 2009 just because another comic told me I should be a comic and I was like, no. And uh, is the comic Big Kenny Johnson in Atlanta. Because, like, one of my friends, one of my little sisters from college, she worked the door at a comedy club, and she would just let me get in for free because she was my friend. Sure. And that was, like, 2007. And just from going up there and meeting them and talking to them, Big Kenny was like, you're a comic. And I was like, uh-uh. And other guys were like, you're going to do the open mic? I was like, 
no, no, I'm not going to do the open mic, dude. Yeah. Don't have any desire to do this. And he just kept pressing. And he's like, I got a stand-up class. You need to take it. At the time, I wasn't working. And I was like, um, I don't have $300 for your stand-up class. And he's like, it's my class. You're not going to pay. Come take this class. What a good, what a good friend. And so he was amazing because it was like literally for two years, he would hit me up and he's like, I got a show that I'm doing at this place. Come and see my show. I bring my mom with me and like him trying to get me in the class. And then my mom, the thing that really made me push to the really, the thing that made me really go, okay, I'll do it is, um, like he was hitting me up about the class getting ready to start. And my mother was like, you know, I had a dream about you doing stand up all over the world. And I was like, what? And she's like, I had a dream. People all over the world was laughing at you. So that's why I took the class. Right. Well, I, 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 I'm sorry for being surprised that you just, we meet so many comics that are always like, oh, and now I'll, I guess I'll do acting. And it's like, it's yeah. always nice when like, I, I would, that would piss me off as an actor. I'd be like, you know, like I want, you know, whatever. Like I've been doing all this for years and years. It was it was weird because it was like the thing that scared me about stand up and the reason I wouldn't do it when he asked me at first was just like anytime I'd been on stage, I um I was acting. So I wasn't yeah. myself and they weren't my words. It's do you feel it's less pressure that way? Well, it's not even as less pressure, is that I had been trained on stage to do a character. Like I had state presence. So like Big Kenny was saying to me, he was like, when I started taking the class, he's like, the advantage that you have over everybody in this class is because you know how to be on stage. You know how to find your light. You know how to plant your feet. You know all of the things to be on stage. Yeah. You have to learn. He's like, you know how to speak on stage. You know how to project. Because when you do plays, you don't have microphones. Yeah, and, and you also know, the, uh, and this is my biggest issue personally, is just like, and I, I watched your stand-up. I was watching your, and anyone can go watch it. You had a half-hour special on Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Go look on Thanks. Google and go watch. What I loved about you is, and I whenever I see you on stage, is your pace is perfect. And that, like, that's got to be, like, I, I'm always too fast. I'm always too ahead of myself. I'm just like, racing towards the next laugh because of my own insecurities and I'm watching you and like it's like I, I watched there was a six minute bit of you living in LA and then yeah. your body in 30s and I'm like I'm like man this is so funny and so paced out well and it's like that's gotta be some acting to that like stay, if you've been on stage like I you know I'm just there's gotta be something to like oh you know what you look like up there you know what you sound like because yeah. we I think I think like I have to speak faster because, but honestly, I have an extra four seconds because normal talk is usually slower. I had to learn to slow down because in regular speech, sometimes I speak quickly mm -hmm. and with me, sometimes my brain goes faster than my mouth. And so yeah. sometimes I catch up to my brain. But when it comes to like when I was doing, but like when I really know a bit, and I'm tr I had to learn to just, if you don't let the bit breathe and you don't have, you don't give the audience time to hear it. And then yeah. you don't give them time to react to it. Cause some stuff that I say, you need a second for it to come for like the laugh to kind of kick in. Sure. You, they, they, you've already done the math. 
You have to let mm-hmm. them do the math. It, it's it. It's interesting because I I I didn't know the background, and I'm like watching your bits, and I was like, oh, this is like great. It's so much fun. Thank you, because like that's why I didn't do any of the um, I didn't do a single Zoom show in quarantine. Not a single, not yeah. a single one. PD Diabru would do his show. That was Wednesday. fun, but that that was like more of a hangout. That was it was hang. It yeah. was a hang- saying jokes into the void of the internet i couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it because and people would ask me you know why aren't you doing those shows and i was like one i'm an old theater kid mm. so i need the audience yeah. to know where i'm and it sounds wild but it's just like the audience will let me know if i have to do some audience will let you play around and interact with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some audiences like when you know when you know you've done like two or three shows on a Saturday and you're to the yeah. last show and you're just like, I'm phoning this the fuck in. <laughs> and then you get there and the audience just has so much energy. You're just yeah. like, you know what? Let's fucking play around. I might say some shit I never said before. I might fuck around with sure. the audience. So the audience, or also if you have a crowd that's like a little bit tired, a little bit dead, maybe they've been drinking all day or whatever, your energy can bring them up. And y'all can sure. get to a place where you're both having a good time. So, it, But that's why we're like yearning towards these like live experiences. Like you can feel it when I've been doing shows with like these socially distanced shows or like outdoor shows. You do mm-hmm. feel people's energy like that they've kind of wanted this mm-hmm. because the the screen in the way is in the way like they yeah. you you can feel that so well, well listen everyone go watch the movie when it comes out chick fight that's so cool you're the lead this is like a huge life i'm, I'm excited for you yeah i uh i had to get my nails cut short because i literally had to i get hit in the face i have to punch another girl out um i learned this fight choreography i play a cop in the movie so to tackle somebody oh, and I that kid Kicked me so fucking hard. I had to tackle him like two, three, four times. <laughs> he kicked me twice in the same spot. Two, it's September. I still have a fucking bruise. Really? He must have kicked me to the bone. Like, literally. Like, I looked the other day and I was like, are you fucking serious? There's a dent in my leg. Like, literally. I was like, I'm, if I ever see this little fucking kid again, I'm going to strangle him. Um, But, Let's- yeah, it, it was a really great experience. I got to meet Kevin Nash. Ah, swoon, swoon. Well, Kevin Nash. Who's that? Like the wrestler. Oh, really? Yes. What Kevin Nash? That I was like, I know that name. He is. I've been in love with that man since I was fourteen fucking years old. Really? Uh, yes, he is a giant. And like after I first yeah. him and Alec Mappa, and after our first day of shooting them. They're like, let's go get something to eat. And there was a Longhorn next to the hotel. So I am. So 20 years later, after like being in love with this man, I'm now sitting in a fucking Longhorn eating appetizers <laughs> and drinking wine with fucking Kevin. My brain was like, bitch, what is this life? What are we doing? Yeah. Diesel. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's great. And he uh, was just he kept taking pictures with me and he hugged me and I was like, I'm gone. I've got Jesus. Come get me. I'm fine. I'm listen. Ah, oh, and he's just so he's so sweet and he's so nice. And I was like, and he's so fucking tall. He was 
like the makeup chair, he was sitting down in the makeup chair and it was all the way to the floor and he was still taller than the makeup artist who was standing straight up. <laughs> I'm so, looking him up. He's six foot ten. That's fucking he, tall. Yeah, yeah. that's he was I never even realized that. He said by the time he was thirteen, he was six feet tall. Oh my god. Can you imagine, like, being 13, like, gangly and, like, all, like, you know, trying to figure out your, like, body and you're six feet tall? And they lived in a predominantly black neighborhood in Detroit. Oh, my God. He stuck out like a a, a sore thumb. Like a giant white (laughs) thumb. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Quip. When is the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? Back when a lolly and a sticker made your week? Listen, I'm telling you right now, I love what Quip is doing. They are gamifying the toothbrushing experience. They are taking the regular old boring brush in your teeth and they're changing the game. And I love it. I love creativity. I love that they're taking a chance. I love that they have taken the toothbrush experience to another level. And you thought, no, 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 how could they do that? They've done it. You can now connect your toothbrush to your phone to an app that tracks how you brush. With Quip's new smart electric toothbrush, I have it. They sent it to me. It's so much fun. As crazy as that sounds, it is cool to watch how you're doing. And they're keeping track. And this is also, it makes you a better brusher. Um, For me, I was fearful of flying. And you know what broke my fear of flying? When I got on the Delta app and started really caring about getting those miles. This is the same thing to me. If it becomes a decision of brushing your teeth before bed and "Ah, I'm a little lazy, now you got a little motivation because you're keeping track. Good habits will actually reward you with more than just a great smile. Quip will give you free products, gift cards, and more just for brushing your teeth. The new Quip Smart Brush tracks how well you brush and gives you points for brushing that you can cash in for real rewards. This is amazing. Why wouldn't you do this? It's the brush that pays you back. They've turned a chore into a game that gets you free stuff. If you already have a Quip, you can upgrade your current model with a smart motor. It's the same Quip you know and love, sensitive vibrations, two-minute timer, and that slim, sleek design that just classes up the bathroom sink. And now, the smart brush uses Bluetooth to track your brushing and reward you for it. It's not just brushes. Quip also has watermelon toothpaste an eco-friendly solar battery charger so you can charge this puppy with the sun's rays. This is amazing. Plus, get new brush heads and floss refills for just 5 bucks, and shipping is free. Join over 5 million happy customers. Save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get a Quip smart brush for just $45. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash JTrain right now. You'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain. Quip, better oral health made simple and rewarding. Let's do another email. You ready? Yes. Am I owning my standards or being crazy? Okay. Jared, rated, reviewed, subscribed, tagged a bitch. You're the best. I've been dating my boyfriend since January. 
Mm. We met on a dating app known for resulting in marriage, and I expressed right away I was here for a serious relationship and not anything casual. He agreed. We started dating, and after a month, became exclusive. It's been generally really good, except that he, as the months have gone on, I feel less enthusiasm from him about making this more serious. I'm not saying I want to be married right away, but I just want this to feel like it's moving forward and not standing still or going backwards. I've said I love you twice, and he hasn't said it back. I'm glad I, I'm glad I said it, and I would rather he not say it if he doesn't feel it, but we also really never really talked about it. I introduced him to my best friend and want to introduce him to my aunt and uncle, who are the closest things I have to parents right now. But I'm hesitant because he seems to not be making active plans for me to meet his family. He hasn't said I love you back, and I'm getting nervous that he is just not as into it as I am. We have fun together, but I don't feel like we are really intertwining our lives. I sent these texts because I heard you in my ears saying, own your standard, and figured I, if I lose them, it's because of... If I lose him because of these, that maybe I'm better off with someone who would be more excited about me. But now I'm wondering if I actually just if I'm actually asking for too much or focusing on the wrong things. So I'm going to read these texts that she sent him. Okay. We don't we don't have his response. Mm. We just have her text. So I'll read them. Which means he didn't respond. I would hope it's been three days uh, at a minimum because that's when I got this email. Um let me read it and we'll let's discuss after I read it. Is she asking for too much? Okay. But I don't really believe in that, but let's let's read her text. Ready? Okay. I'm not sure if this will make me sound more or less crazy, haha, but I guess I just want to say like the thoughts behind why I was asking about meeting your parents. Like after this long, it's not ha- if, and it not happening. It tells me that you're not actively telling them that this is slash I am important to you. I don't know. Like maybe you are having these conversations and just not telling me. So I'm just saying how it feels on my end based on the actions and result. It's like I want to. I want you to lo- want me to be meeting the people you love and spending all your time with. And I don't really feel that it's coming from you, because that's like in combination. Because because that's like in combination with the fact that at the beginning of the relationship, you were very vocal about your thoughts and like vocalized compliments. And I don't know. Now it's eight months in and you haven't said I love you to me. And I'd much rather you not say it if you don't mean it, really. But I also uh, am like, why after this long, don't you feel those things like could you see yourself getting there? And there's a big part of me that wants to just delete this all at the risk of sounding too much. But oh, well, haha. And you can think about it and just talk to me with your thoughts in person. If that's easier, I just need to like articulate, articulate my thoughts. Dulce, what do you think? She already know what the campaign is. I'm sorry. Repeat she that. Knows, she already knows what the campaign is. Yeah. What you, do you mean it, by that? Cause I like what you're saying. I I'm with you. Meaning that usually if you're thinking like this after three months, then it's like, okay, you might be doing a little too much. Sure. Eight months. Yeah. Through a pandemic. Yeah. It should be there. There's a point where of course we're going to meet my parents. It should be of course. And right now you're not getting an, of course. So, and, and to you, for your for him to meet your aunt and uncle, it isn't of course. So where's his of course? Why is this not like breathing? And what? you're right; she knows the answer. 
She knows the answer. She's waiting. I had an ex where I would spend a lot of time having conversations like that with him. And I already knew the answer. But like you said, a lot of times men like to live in this like uh, wasteland of just. uh, 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 (laughs) And it's like, nigga, answer the question. What the fuck are we doing? What's the campaign? Are we out here handing out? Nigga, are we we running for office or not? Like, what are we doing? Or yeah. am I in here? Are we just in here utilizing each other's time and space? Because honestly, I could be doing something else. Like my ex was acting like a jackass. And I said to him, and we would have these long conversations that really didn't go anywhere. And one day I just got to his house unannounced. And because uh, <laughs> I was proving a point. And I just was, and we were about to start one of these long conversations. I just looked at him and was like, hey, man, you give me ugly girl problems. Mm. And he was like, what? And I was like, listen, I'm pretty. We both know I'm pretty. We've all seen reflective surfaces with me in it. Let's stop fucking around. Either you want to do this, you want to take me places, we want to do shit, or I'm going to hell home. Yeah. Do you want a beer? That's it. And yeah. then he right for six fucking months because i had to go yo nigga either we doing this or i'm leaving what the fuck is you doing yeah and because there was so many times i'd be on the phone with my friends like i'm not sure and i don't know and i'm and she's like bitch talk to the man because a lot of the times if it's been this long mm-hmm. you know what he's about you know his yeah. actions i knew how i knew how my ex stood up if he was going to pee going to the kitchen or going to bed Mm-hmm. Just by how the man stood up from sitting down. So even though you've been separate, it's like it doesn't seem like quarantine affected your relationship at all. Sure. And, but, and I, 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 I'll speak. Sorry to interrupt, but I, I, I'll speak to what you're saying. I think it's what you're saying is a perspective shift. It's mm-hmm. not I like him because he likes me. No, I like him because I like the way he stands up. I like him because I, I like that I know him intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if he does, and again, people, there's all these people out there that are against ultimatums. I don't think it's an ultimatum when you go, are you going with me or not? And then you see whether you like them based on how they go with you. That's how, You come with me, it's like, no? Well, it's one, I don't understand... I remember I was on the phone with my brother one day and he was just talking real loud, right? Mm. And I was like, hey man, you're yelling at my phone. Hey man, you're yelling at my phone. And I just went, hey bruh, either you stop yelling or I get off the phone. What do you mm. want? Mm. I already told, these are your, what, either you stop yelling or I get off the phone. What do sure. you want to do? Because I just, I know what I'm going to do. Are yeah. you going to come with me? That's what it is. People who are, it feels like to me, because I didn't want to give anybody off. People who are against ultimatums, it feels like to me, are always people who know that they're not going to get the outcome that they want. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you. They're protecting their own feelings. Right. And sometimes it's because I remember my mom, because I would have these long conversations with my ex and my mother just said to me one day, people don't even always know how you feel. Mm. So if you and I had to learn and I learned with him that me being quiet sometimes was the best thing for me to do. Well, you, you, by you saying, I mean, go back to the phone example. Mm-hmm. You're either going to stop yelling or we're going to get off the phone right now. 
Yeah. And then and then you've said your piece. Now it's Up what's the him? answer? Yeah, what's the and it's like this then this email, this woman said her piece. I'd like to meet your family. I want to feel like I'm being intertwined in your life. Take that as it is. And it's like so it's now him because that's not an ultimatum. That's her going, this is where I'm at. Because mm. this is the thing. I've not been in a lot of great relationships, but I've been in a lot of bad relationships. Yeah. So I cannot spot a good dude, but I can find a but I can spot an eight shit dude for 50 sure. Please know that. So I think a lot of time we protect our feelings to our detriment. Yeah. And to and to waste your time. You're wasting your own time at a certain point. You end up wasting your own time. And it's like people always talk about, you know, all life is short. You're all you're gonna be alive as long as you're going to be alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your amount of time is finite, meaning that it is going to end. You don't know when. Because being alive is the longest thing you'll ever do. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna sit there for your whole life wishing that this person wants you to meet their parents? No, I want to meet the parents. I want to move on. I want to keep, uh, let's keep it moving forward. If it's not moving forward, then I got to go find someone who's ready to do that with you. You have to. And the thing is, it's yes, it's going to be hurtful. Yes, it's going to be hard. Because I spent a lot of time with that man. Mm. Just waiting for him to be like he was at the beginning. Yeah, and, and I, I think this is the... The, you know, the crux of this email is like she asks, am I being too much or asking for too much? You're never asking for too much when you're there. Like you didn't get to this point because you were walking forward by yourself. You were walking forward with him. Then he stopped walking. And now you're wondering, are you going to cross the street with me or no? And we're that's, much, that's it. We're very much in the worst version of the footprints poem that you could ever be in. <laughs> you're right that's funny yeah we had two th- we had two sets of footprints on the beach he didn't he wasn't carrying you bitch he he flew away he's gone yeah. <laughs> he fucking walked in another direction also a lot of times as women we give the caveat well i'm being crazy am i being too much when you give that caveat mm. someone to waste your time is going to go well yeah actually you're being this is being a bit much and so it's now your fault for saying what you want and then they're allowed to waste your time more if that's how you feel you're not being a lot of the times it's you know if you know this man this well to be able to see the signs you're not being crazy you're asking this are you wasting my time or not what are we doing yeah and there's nothing wrong with asking somebody that you can do that in friendships too yeah, the, the the it's never too much when you're just being honest with someone. When someone's mm-hmm. dishonest with you, it's always, oh, I don't know. Where you know, to, it's no, no, no. I I'm with you 100. percent I think she sent the text. You got to own it, and you have to be ready to leave. You can't you if you leave when you, you send a text. You have to be ready to leave because yeah. if you end up getting the answer that you don't want, what you gonna do then? You gonna stay and, with his goofy ass? And she also wrote something very specific in her email. She wrote, I'm not trying to get married tomorrow. A lot of women say that too. And you're like, you're trying to get married someday. So stop stop saying you're not trying to get married tomorrow. That's a ridiculous thing. That's like saying like, that. it's like when someone's like, I don't care if you're black, white, or, or purple, pink, gray. purple. And you're like, there's no purple people. We don't have you know? <laughs> Like, why are you like... I don't give you black, purple, red. We don't have those people. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. So like, it, it, it's the same thing as 
it to me it's a similar thing of like going yo i don't care I, I i'm not trying to get married tomorrow nobody's trying to get married tomorrow no one's a crazy person you're not a crazy person for wanting to meet his parents after eight months no and the thing is like think about with like you're even if you think all relationships if it's you and another human being it is a relationship think about how even with like a friend how significant it is to meet your friend's parents to mm. meet your friend's family mm. that is significant step in any interaction between two people absolutely so if we've been fucking for this long and i don't know your mama i have questions and concerns yeah 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 absolutely the j train podcast is brought to you by upstart during these economically turbulent times everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure if you're still throwing money at a high interest credit card every month it's time to check out upstart the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score find out how low your upstart rate can be today i'll say this right now what a fantastic opportunity for you you're sitting there you're having fun listening to a podcast and i just gave you the opportunity to find an extra twenty dollar bill in your pocket oh jared how are you doing that well if you have credit card debt and you're paying a certain rate you can now check your upstart rate and see if it's lower than the credit card rate you're paying right now. Change the people you're paying so you can pay less. This is what it's all about. And with upstart, they're going beyond the traditional credit score. So there is a chance that this rate could be better than the one you're paying. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. Skip the bank. It's completely online. Loans from 1000 to 50000 They make it fast, simple, easy to check your rate since it's just a soft pull. It won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day, the next day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. That's reason enough to go check this out. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. Hurry to upstart.com slash JTrain to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Check your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit rate. Only takes a few minutes, people. That's upstart.com slash JTrain, upstart.com slash JTrain, upstart.com slash JTrain. Here's the part the lawyers make me say. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com here with dulce sloan at dulce sloan on instagram twitter go follow go follow go follow she's gonna be in a movie i'm so excited for you got the cartoon coming out the daily show go watch the daily show let's do one more email is that okay yeah i'm down okay i i think People are going to be so, that. I loved everything you just said in that last email. I'm, I'm, I think you. people are going to really because I agree with you, but I've played the game he's playing. So like I, 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 I see it from my side, but it's nice to hear it from your like I, I, I think a lot. Of, and also uh, the two feet in the sand. That's fucking hilarious. Let's do, <laughs> didn't mean it, but it hurts. Put it in your bathroom. <laughs> thought I'd write in because I feel like I'm not the only one who's been through this. This past weekend, I was FaceTiming my boyfriend and I mentioned how I wanted candy, but didn't quote unquote need it. Something I sadly admit I hear a lot of girls say. His response was, yeah, you're right. You don't. Oh 
Oh my god. <laughs> my girlfriend is in the background. She just heard that and she goes, "Oh my god." Like she got hurt. Ah! I know I know he loves me and he literally always tells me I'm beautiful blah blah blah. It hurts. I recently started to finally quote unquote normalize my thoughts and re- and uh and relationship with food. I had an eating disorder for five years and was 35 pounds lighter. He didn't know me then. And in the past year, I have really made leaps and bounds with my progress. I don't want to overthink it, and I don't want to make a big deal of it, but now I'm feeling a little insecure. I don't love my larger body, but I am happier without stressing about food and exercise all so much. Any advice? Thank you for all you do. Dulce, what do you have to say? Sometimes in those moments, people can think that they're being supportive. Yeah, I'm. 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 I. I, I have empathy for him. I'm. I'm sh- like I don't think he's an evil monster. Even though it reads like an evil monster, when you say to someone like I listen, I have body issues. I talk about it openly on this podcast. I've yeah. been on other podcasts. I talk about this on stage. I. Yeah. I. I, I I, I've been talking a lot lately about telling people I'm working with a trainer and it's yeah. like you do kind of have to protect yourself when you tell someone you work with a trainer because yeah. they get, become mean without knowing it. Oh, I'm working with a trainer. So how much have you lost? I don't know. Why, why do I have to like, you know, come to you with receipts? Like, wh- why does this? <laughs> <laughs> I started working with the trainer back in like uh, the fall of um, 2019 before I started doing the movie. And honestly, for me, it wasn't so much about the weight loss as opposed to, you know, cause I've been on the road. I've been on the road since like 2015. Yeah. So I've, you know, you just gain weight on the road because you're it's hard. fucking nowhere. And then you're traveling and it's just, when you're stressed on your body, it fucks up your cortisol levels. It does all of that. You can gain weight. Also, but, to add to that, you're you wake up at different times every day. There's no mm-hmm. consistency of schedule on the road. Oh, your flights at 5 a.m. Get up at 4 a.m. When mm-hmm. do you eat then? You know, you're not going to have breakfast at the same time when you're on the road. So I I fully understand that I've had I've I've dealt with that myself. Right. And so, like, I'll do it. I do a vegan fast at the beginning every year. I do the Daniel fast and. It's very hard to find vegan options in the middle of nowhere, fucking Pennsylvania. Absolutely. So you end up eating whatever you can fucking put in your mouth. And a lot of times it doesn't end up being the best shit. Quick and easy. Right. Quick and easy. Because sometimes a salad at Ruby Tuesdays is the same or whatever restaurant has the same number of calories as a fucking burger. So you don't know. You're just trying to live. And so you end up in a place where you're just like, fuck, this is not where I wanted to be. But I started going to a trainer mainly because, because I'd done musical theater for so long, I was used to my body. Even though I've always had a bigger body, I was, I was used to having more flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I was used, used to having more mobility, like just bigger range of motion. So I started going to the trainer first to get my range of motion back mm-hmm. before I could even, I had to, I had to take, it was almost like a remedial level yeah, because I had to get my body back to where I was accustomed to it being. Otherwise, when I started working out, I was going to hurt myself. 
Yeah, and 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 it takes time to get. I understand that when I first start, I I work with this guy and listen, everyone should go follow him at Forzag. He's great. He puts stuff on Instagram, but at the beginning, I was like, man, I can't even do things that I thought I could do. You know, like I, right. you know, like just even like balancing on one leg, that was mm-hmm. a big part of it. And it's like now feeling comfortable to do that. Like that again, what you're saying, it's not about weight loss. It's about feeling better, feeling more mobile, feeling better on your feet. But this is to, to, to go back to her email. So, yeah, so I'm going back to her email. So what I understand is like, cause Roz the Divas who I follow and she's a plus size trainer, which I needed. Because I didn't want some skinny bitch in my face going, push, I'll strangle you. <laughs> I don't need to look at you while I'm trying to hit my fitness goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes people get too enthusiastic for you because they don't know what you're doing. Totally. So if they hear you're going to a trainer and you're a, a person with a larger body, they mm-hmm. automatically assume you're, oh, you're going to lose weight. Yeah, I was you're, like, I, you got, uh, you're looking great. I'm like, bitch, I have not lost a pound. I've been going <laughs> two times a week uh, for a month because it was just for me to get my range of motion back so then I could do the exercises that I can do because my body was so stiff from being on fucking, like one time I was on planes. eight planes. I was on eight planes yeah. in 10 days. And it's it, it, it cripples you. Like it my does. like I I come back from doing all those flights and my neck is like just yeah. to the side and and like you know I'll rub and I can just feel like a just a huge knot and it's like mm-hmm. and again like the goals and when you it, what what you can't control is what other people will say to you like when I say yeah. like like I I've talked to my girlfriend and I'm like ugh I just ugh I feel so like if I say to her like oh I just I feel like um I I, I just want to eat you know I, I feel so fat or something. I'll say like that. And she'll go, nah, like I'm looking for her to say, no, you look great. But then yeah. she'll, sometimes she'll go, well, we can start eating healthier. We can start walking more. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, I'm trying to, <laughs> no, no, I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want a fucking eating plan from you. I wanted you to look at me and go, no, you look great. You know? Right. What'd she say? What'd you say? You do that to me. I do that to her too. You know? So, well, I, so it I, goes both ways. Right, it can go both ways, you know, and I started going to a nutritionist and, you know, I got the meal plan or whatever. And then I just got, it's very hard when you're in a bad emotional place. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, I can only have, like, an, I, I was like, I don't have, I'm not happy with my life. I'm not happy with myself. My body is lower on the rung than all yeah. this other shit above it. So the last thing I'm going to fucking do is go, well, I need to get this and I need to eat three times a day. And da, da, da. Bitch, I don't want to eat anything. Yeah. I feel like shit and I still got to go to work and I still got to do shows. I don't feel good at all. I haven't eaten shit all day because I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. But after talking to my trainer and finding out that not eating all day fucks up my metabolism and actually makes me gain weight. Mm-hmm. For me, just because of how my body is set up after doing all the little tests and shit with her. Yeah. Now, well, even if I am sad, I can't not eat. Like, I can't go all day without eating and then eat a big meal at night because, or whatever, because that's going to fuck me up even more, which is going to make me feel worse. So there's all this different, and I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Well, that- this. it gets in your fucking head because I've never had the body issues that I've had since quarantine started because there was nothing else to look like. I was quarantining by myself. 
Yeah. So, which my mother doesn't want me to tell people. I'm like, no, I, I didn't say my address. So I don't know. <laughs> no, it was just me by myself all day, paying attention to what I was eating by myself all day. Yeah. And, and then you get to the point where you're just like, I'm by myself and I'm not in a relationship and how I look is the reason that I'm not. And so you just fucking start to spiral. Spiral down the thing. And, 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 and what... I mean, what we're saying, too, is that it's very all of this, like weight stuff, especially eating stuff, fitness stuff, feeling good. It's so personal. It, it is. It, it's it's personal to me. It, it's not, you know, right. Yeah, it is. Because it's like but other things. It's like because I talk about my body and my stand up. I talk about myself and my stand up. And sometimes when people like review the shows, it's like, well, you know, she's battled with her weight. Bitch, I have never battled with. Yeah. <laughs> my way i look how i look and it's but, not a thing that's a battle it's a battle for you because you have a problem with mm-hmm. the way that i look like i had a conversation with a friend when he was talking to me and i was like listen you hate your body i don't hate mine mm. I, I want it to look different but i don't hate that's interesting my yeah. body because when you hate your body a lot of times it's even harder to eat better and to work out because you're not even a place to do things like that is all is a type of loving yourself. And mm-hmm. if you hate your body, you're not going to do it in the best way. You're not going to work with work. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to work with it. You're not going to work with it. You're working against it because you think it's working against you. Mm. I think that's harder for me is that like I have friends who are, you know, just friends of various body types. But one of my, I mean, she wears a zero, like a two, right? Mm-hmm. So she was like, one day she's like, oh, I just feel so fat. And I was like, really? And she was like, well, somebody got mad at me for saying that. I was like, okay. And she's like, you know, I just thought you would understand. I was like, you thought I would understand what? Oof. She's like, the fact that I feel fat. I'm like, no, bitch. I don't understand that you feel fat because I am fat. Mm. I can't live this <laughs> lie with you. I'm actually fat, you goofy bitch. No, yeah. you went size too. Just because you feel like you have a little tummy, bitch. I look like a trimester. I will throw you on a flight of fucking. What are you talking about? This isn't a passing mood for me. No, this isn't a passing mood for me. This is a way that I run through life. I'm a plus size woman. I'm a bigger person. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel for the next hour and a half, however long you feel that way. Yeah, and she but could you, never understand. And but you don't live in that body. I also can't. I was like, she's like, well, I mean, I just think you're being, I was like, I can't wake up and say, I feel white today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a white woman. Wouldn't it seem crazy to you if I said, I feel white today? Yeah. Oh, you're not white. And I was like, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but understand that you can feel uncomfortable in your body and you feel a little bitter that you're accustomed to. But coming up to me saying, I feel fat, like I'm supposed to be like, I hear what you're saying, friend. High five. No, bitch. I'm not doing that with y'all. It, 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 and I think this is I expect, this is very relevant to the email because it is legitimately like how they feel and how you feel. It's tough to connect, like to translate that to people. And also, we don't know his tone. Like she yeah. typed it to us. He could have gone like, well, yeah, you don't, you know, you don't need that. Or it's, yeah, you don't need that. That's exactly. Stupid different spaces that he was in regardless of what you, she heard sometimes someone says i don't want to have candy and, and you're saying yeah you're right almost to yourself like i don't need the candy 
You right. Know? <laughs> you know, like I, I've done that. To be- so I, I think for her, she has to explain to him again in the same way that you had the conversation with your friend about who's like, I feel fat today. Like, hey, this is a personal thing to me. When you date me, you're kind of in my world and know that like I say these things and it's a kind of a tough subject for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't had, as the older I've gotten, like, I mean, if everyone never, you never stop having, if you have issues with your body, they never really stop. No, you know, it's a daily thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm in that group. I'm, I'm in the group where it's a daily thing for me. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm like my whole life, every Monday, my whole life, I've gone, this is the week. You know, like I've been doing that thing. So I, I, I may, I honestly, I think it's, I've been, I have been more comfortable with my body for most of my life mm. because when I was growing up, my mother was a bigger person. Mm-hmm. She's tiny now. I mean, she was never that big to start with because she's always been a tiny lady. But my mother always had weight on her. I had family members that had weight on them. Mm-hmm. I would see people that looked like me having weight on them. Sure. And it wasn't this awful thing. Because one thing I could never figure out, it was just like, so me having weight on me or being in a larger body, I'm less worthy of respect. I'm less worthy of love. I'm less worthy of certain things because I carry weight on me. What the fuck are we talking about? That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And the yeah. fact, then like, like things like if you look about like now, it's the body type is very unrealistic, but it's tiny waist, big ass, big legs. Sure. Big but if you look at the nineties, if you look at the sixties, yeah. <laughs> when Twiggy was out in the nineties, when everybody was heroin chic, mm-hmm. it, you've had to keep. It's always. What is in, but in the 50s, it was Kirby, Marilyn Monroe, Betty Page, Lena Horn, like Diane Carroll, like those women were curvier women. So Mm -hmm. this shit always shifts every couple of years. And it's like, you're never going to catch up to it. You're never going to get, you know, like it's a, it's not even worth it. It's not worth your time. No. And that's just an ideal of that person's body type because they fit what the trend is. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You were trying to be a supermodel in the 90s and you didn't have that Kate Moss tiny look, you weren't going to work. Now, totally. if you're a girl now, mm-hmm. if you're not now with, because fuller lips are in. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a girl with big lips, you're not going to get work. If you're not a girl who has a, a fuller body, you're not going to get work. So these have always been ideals that were sold to us that never fit the general public. So I've had to all, I've really had to come to a point where it's just like, cause I remember I was talking to Roy one time and this guy was trying to talk to me. I was like, that dude fuckers way too hot to talk to me. And he just said to me one day, never discount what a man likes. And I went, no. Hmm. Cause I've pulled some dudes and been like, bitch, I don't know how we did this. I don't (laughs) know. Well, I, this is an old saying. I've said this on this podcast many times before. Every, you know, there are men masturbating to feet on the internet. Everyone yeah. is someone's foot. You know, like they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like to say to if be you like. Don't I, put that on a t-shirt. You are fucking up. Oh, I should put it on. T- you're right. I never thought. <laughs> Just loose. 
everyone is some man's foot. Ugh. It's Somebody, true. People I were mean, masturbating to feet so much that they did a hyperlink on the porn page. Like they were like, oh, okay, we don't want people searching anymore. Well, let's make it easier. That's the thing. And that's so funny because like one of my homeboys, he's an EMT. He has had every bodily fluid that can come out of a human's body on him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it'll come out of your mouth or your ass or somewhere, it's been on him. It's been on his uniform. Yeah. And he is completely grossed out by feet. And I it's was like, <laughs> I was like, you have been covered in blood, vomited, piss all at the same time. Mm -hmm. But my freshly manicured toes freak you out. I worry about you and your sanity. That's can't, what I worry. Can't tell someone how to feel. And I, I think for this woman in the email, I, I, I understand why she's upset because I would feel upset. It, it stings. I think I she's. Get it, I get it. Where he was coming from. Yeah, and, and she's got to impart that to him. Hey, or, or like have empathy for him. I'm sure he didn't mean it the way that's mean. He's dating you. That means he likes you. That means he's attracted or, to you. Or he did. Or he and did. That, and that's what it is. So you have to have the conversation. Yeah. And go, hey, man, I don't like that. That didn't yeah. make me feel good. Yeah. And his response, either his apology or him going, well, you know, I just thought I was trying to help. No, 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 no. Even if you still need to apologize to me. Absolutely. And and he, if he doesn't feel bad, then you have to notice that this is the type of guy he is. And it's time to leave that relationship. Because it's going to start with this. Yeah. This isn't the end. This no. is uh, if he can't see like those people that are like, I mean, I had a guy heckle me once and he goes, I'm just trying to get your game up. And I was like. Like we, he came up to me after the show and he was like, I just wanted to get your game up. And I was like, if you don't understand that you're being an asshole in that moment, then you're not trying to help me. You're trying to put me down to make yourself feel better. And, and again, I'm not saying that this guy is going to respond that way, but that's he not a person could. that you can, he could, but that's not a person that's negotiating with you or even no. cares about your feelings. No. And you know, we've all had people come up to us after shows and I just had to go, no, sir, you didn't. <laughs> No, sir. Well, I just, I, you know, we were really great out there. No, 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 no. I was great out there. Yeah. You were disrupting everyone's night. Absolutely. Yeah. You made me feel like shit for having a piece of candy. And I, this is a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Dual say, thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic. Thank you for having me. I uh, I thought that I would be really bad at this. My homegirl, you know, uh, well, Mina, who did my hair, she's been asking me for, like, you know, dating advice with guys and stuff. And I just, you know, I was giving her some advice, and then I went. But also, listen, when in the history of you knowing me, have you known me to have a man? So <laughs> since I haven't, don't listen to me, bitch. This is the blind leading the blind, okay? <laughs> This is about perspective, and I think you gave great perspective, and I loved every minute of it, and I want everyone to go follow Dulce right now, at Dulce Sloan. Go right now. Yeah. Movies, cartoons, The Daily Show. I'm so happy for you. It's going to be uh, – everyone needs to be a fan. Thank you. And I have been – actually, I have been going on dates. Like, Ooh. I went on one last night with this uh, Dominican guy, and – I don't know how it's going to go. He's very nice. We're going to go on a second date. But I don't know how I feel yet because of right now, I don't want to put my mouth on him. Okay. Uh, but that can change. My homegirl was like, give it another chance. Yeah. 
maybe you maybe things might change because the last date I went on started with a church hug and ended with a church hug. So, and is that not what you're looking for? If I go on a date with you, if, if I go on a date with you and our stuff and our hug stuff, you know what a church hug is, right? What do you put your ass out? What do you do? I don't know. We have church temple hugs or different maybe. Church hug side to side. One arm. Oh. One of those. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a tough hug. And then at the end, of, which I don't, because like we had talked for a few times, like we texted a little bit before I was on the road. And so we were like texting and calling for like three weeks and finally went on a date. And I saw him in person and I was like, no, there was no spark. There was nothing. So maybe not a second date. Oh, no, him, no second date. Oh, okay. okay. This guy last night, he was very nice. We went to a restaurant in my neighborhood. He walked me home. And as soon as we got to my house, he called a car immediately. So he wasn't trying to come mm. in. He wasn't trying to be sneaky. None of that nonsense. Um, and he's he's a nice guy. But I just haven't figured out how I... I it's, I'm interested in a second date. I know currently, I'm not, okay. I don't want to put my mouth on him. Um... Also, he recognizes me from the show, so that's very, you don't always know how that's going to. Sure, you end. don't know what that that's about. But also, I think it's important, you said two things. I want a second date. I don't want to put my mouth on him yet. Those are two, that's the only thing you have to know. I do want more time. I don't know yet. And that's okay. Because I like talking to him because the thing is, I've never, I haven't really like dated, dated that much. Mm-hmm. Like I've had. What did you guys? Do, what did you guys do for the first date? We went out to dinner, and he paid for <laughs> dinner. Um, huh? uh, which I'm a nice Southern girl. If it's a first date, I got the pussy. You pay. So, <laughs> and he kind of put it like, "Oh, we don't have to split it up because I don't want like you know da da da." And I was like, "Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Thank you." <laughs> but like, I went on a date like a couple weeks ago with this guy, and while we were at the date, they had like the social distance table, and there was two guys at this other table. We started chatting with them. While I was on mm -hmm. a date. And so that dude was like, oh, I'm a DJ. And I was like, ooh, give me your Instagram. Because I thought he was cute. So while I was on that date, I met this guy. And then that, and then the next day I went to brunch with the other guy. And so the guy I was on the date with, we went back to his place, we hung out, and I have not heard from him again. Because, you know, might get a little saucy, but that's okay. I didn't give up the cookies, but we fooled around. And okay. Then, and then this other guy, I was the, like, he was texting me while I was hanging out with that dude. So we exchanged numbers and then we went to brunch the next day and he was nice, but definitely didn't want to put my mouth on him. Didn't want to hang out with him again. He was nice. Yeah. But you went out, you, you took a shot. You get, you got to know him. You figured, you know, you, that's what you go on the date for. Right. And then I realized that dude was nice. I thought that man was more attractive after a couple drinks at nighttime. <laughs> He's not a sober 4 p.m. on a Sunday look. No, it's a it's a 10 o'clock after half a bottle of wine look. 10 o'clock after some strong rum beverages in Brooklyn. Yes, you are. Love it. Cute. But yeah, so it's, I've probably been on more dates recently than I think I have the entire time I've lived in New York. So all we needed was a pandemic. <laughs> for these men to start hollering at you. That, oh. That's right. Or for you to like, you know, go look at someone who's like, give me your Instagram. Let's go out. Like that. It goes. I think everyone's looking to like meet people. Everyone's had enough I, time alone. I think it's me too. I think it because it was before it was just like, I don't know. And they might be weird. And, and I was like, man, fuck it. I'm trying to get a yeah. husband. I'm trying to catch these babies. I'm trying to make people and get a husband. So give me some weird to get to the good. You know, who cares? I will say thank you. Thank you so much. This is so fantastic.
Thank you. And I will let it go. I'll tell you how it goes. I want you to come back. We need reports. We want we want you back. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> yes, I just started texting with some other boys. So we'll see what happens. Let's do it. J- I'm Jared Freed. We're here Mondays and Thursdays. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>